Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, welcome to another episode of Doug and Renee, Married Life. Yeah, this is uh, September now. Well, we're recording this in September. September of 2021 to be exact. So if you're listening to this, if this is the year 2023, 2024, you're listening to a two or three year old podcast. And to God be the glory. To God be the glory. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just in the future. I'm just thinking two, three years down the road. I think they see that when it's dated. The podcast is dated? Yes, dear. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just thought it just came up because on my phone it just says... Podcast PC number whatever. Yes, dear. It I didn't shows know there was a date on there. There is a date on oh, there. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Don't be correcting <laughs> me in public. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we, my gosh. <laughs> we are still talking about walking by faith, and uh, we are at part three of this series, and we are going to continue. As long as the Lord tells us to keep talking about walking by faith when it comes to marriage and even for um, single people. Lottie Dottie, everybody. Yeah. Got to walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. So there's no shortcuts. There's no end arounds. Everybody has to do it because that's just part of, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yes. I know we already talked about that. And the reality of it is people believe in something, Mm -hmm. whether they choose to acknowledge it Mm -hmm. or acknowledge them or not, but you believe something. Yeah. Um, And so we're hoping that you will believe God for your marriage and Mm -hmm. in your marriage. Yeah, it's interesting because I know the scripture says have faith in God. So you're going to have faith in something or someone. Yes. But the scripture says... Have faith in God. And so uh, we're going to continue with our subject of walking by faith. And previously, uh, you when you were talking, I think it was maybe last week or a week before that, mm-hmm. you, were, you were admonishing, I want to say, a, a wife uh, to stay. And it wasn't necessarily to leave. And, and we were, you know, saying we, went, we didn't want you to stay in the an abusive relationship. Yes. But you were pretty, um, I don't want to say emphatic, but you were just speaking as the Lord gave you yes. uh, direction to say. And so I, I want to pick up from there. And in, in Luke, <laughs> Luke 17 to 6, I was talking about have faith in God. Um, in the Amplified Version, it says, uh, and the Lord said, if you have confident abiding faith in God, um, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say this to this mulberry tree, um, which has very strong roots, be pulled up by the roots and be planted to see. And if the request was in agreement with the will of God, it would have obeyed you. And the King James talks about, you could say this mountain, be thou removed and the mountain, you know, should be cast to see. And we would, and I didn't even see this or realize this when, when we're talking about have faith in God. You have to have faith in your God and you have to have a relationship 
with your God. I think it's important that, you know, when we first get saved, we may be walking by somebody else's faith, you mm-hmm. know, when we're babes in Christ. But as you grow and mature, you be, you develop your own relationship with the Lord and you should have your own um you should have your own hall of hall of fame faith you should have your own records of faith where you believe God for a b c 1 2 3 and even if it didn't come to pass how you thought it should have come to pass you know there should be God for lack of a better term God should have some skins on the wall when it comes to to your personal life and does that make sense to you, yes. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I don't understand the reference of skins on the wall, but I understand the the you know, the record of faith or, you yeah. know, if someone is keeping record and mm-hmm. we know that God is, that he can open a file cabinet and say, On this date, you there trusted you me for this. That's why I married on you. On this date, you you believed me for yes. this. On this date, you stepped out. And did something I told you to do, even though you didn't see it on yes. this date, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. 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 See, that's why I married you, because you explained what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so have faith in God. And then the, the in the Amplified, it talks about if the request was in agreement with the will of God, it would have obeyed you. And so one of the things we've always stressed, and we've said this on multiple podcasts, is that when we do premarital counseling, or not premarital counseling, yeah, premarital counseling, um, one of the things we hear religiously is this person, God, God, this is the person God brought into my life. Mm-hmm. This is the person God said, you know, is for me. Okay, if that's the person that God said is for you, have faith in God. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and I'm thinking while you're saying that faith is so easy. When things look good, mm-hmm. um, and when you're in that that blissful stage of dating or a blissful stage of engagement, and oh, I'm in, so in love, and this person is my soulmate, and this person is the one for me, and I believe God, <laughs> and they God. stand firmly on that. I believe God. This is the person they sent me. But then, soon as trouble hits in marriage, and rest assured. Trouble will hit. When, we don't know. How, we don't know. But you will have different seasons in your marriage. Some easy, some not so easy. Some good, some not so good. And when the not so good ones come, that's when faith begins to waver. Mm -hmm. And the Bible tells us to be steadfast, unmovable, Mm -hmm. always abounding in the work of the Lord. So it doesn't matter if it doesn't look good. When those winds come and those waves blow, faith is being steadfast and unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord, trusting God when you cannot trace Him. I love that. My prayer partner says that all the time, trusting God when you can't trace Him. And so even if you don't see God in the situation, you have to believe and walk by faith that He's still there in your marriage. If He told you to marry that person... If that was your soulmate 10 years ago, five years ago, six months ago. Six days ago. Six days ago. (laughs) 60 years ago. 
Oh, God bless you. Y'all been married 60 years. Still your soulmate. Mm -hmm. So you have to trust God, even in that situation when you cannot trace him. And you use the example um, of sitting in the chair. You just believe the chair is going to hold you. Right. And you don't think twice about it unless you had a bad experience with sitting in that particular chair. Mm -hmm. You just sit down in the chair and just believe, I just have faith the chair is going to hold me. Yeah. And and most people just plop down in the chair. They don't. Uh, oh, I wonder, you know, slowly going yeah. down and holding on to stuff. Let me make sure it's going to hold me up. No, you believe that chair was going to do what it was created to do. Yeah. And you don't have a backup chair, a just in case chair. Yeah. So you have faith not only in the chair, <laughs> but you have faith in the creator of the chair. Mm. Sila. Okay. Let that marinate. Let that marinate for you. So um, we want to continue with faith, and I want to kind of switch gears and then come back to faith, and I want to talk a little bit about obedience. So we want to talk about obedience. In 1 Samuel uh, 15 and 22, we brought this up previous podcast, um, obedience is better than sacrifice, and obedience takes faith. I don't, in my opinion... I don't care what anybody say, to obey God, it's going to take faith because he may ask you to do something or share with somebody or, you know, give somebody something. Or stay with that marriage or stay mm, with that partner. That you don't necessarily want to do. And, and when I, sorry, when I say partner, I mean your husband or your wife. Not your partner. Not your partner. Yeah, because that could mean something else. Yeah. So let me just clarify that. Your husband or your wife. This is a Christian podcast, just so you know. Yes. Okay. We believe God. (laughs) (laughs) So when God is telling you to do something, um, like you were saying, stay with the person, stay with your, your spouse, be careful about who you share that with and why you're sharing it with Mm. them. You know, I don't know what's going on in your marriage and, you know, it's none of my business. I, we just want to give you what God has given us. So very, be very careful about who you allow or who you share, you know, intimate things of your marriage with. You know, don't just pray about it. Ask for a spirit of discernment. That was one of the things my wife always pray about, spirit of discernment, who you share stuff with. And so because you never know how people will take that. And use it against you. So mm-hmm. just be very careful. And I, I can't stress this enough. God gave us this for a reason about who you share, what you're going through in your house with your spouse. Yeah. Just because when God gives you a vision, mm-hmm. He gave it to you. When God gives you a word, He gave it to you. He didn't give it to mama and them. He didn't give it to your your sister. He didn't give it to your your close friend, your best friend. He didn't give it to anybody but you. Mm -hmm. If he is telling you, I need you to obey me in this area and step out on faith and trust me, even though it doesn't look like what it should look like or what you want it to look like or it doesn't feel good, but I want you to trust me. And I can recall just in our relationship where people told me to leave you and I had... Yes. You, you like you, 
If y'all want to know Not why, me. if y'all want to know why, get the book, his story, her story, God's glory. Yes. And so um, there was times, you know, people would tell you, oh, I wouldn't put up with that. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't take that. Oh, if I were you. No, baby, if you were me, you don't know what you would do. Mm-hmm. People are really quick to say that when they really don't know yeah. what they would do until they are actually in that situation. Mm-hmm. And so um, just to piggyback off of what you were saying, be very careful about who you share stuff with. Unless God tells you it's okay to share stuff with people, yeah. don't share it with anybody. God give you a vision, write it down in your journal, write it down, date it, and wait for the manifestation of the blessing. Because if God promised you something, he is not a man that he shall lie. If he said it, it's going to come to pass. When? I don't know. But you have to trust God when you cannot trace God. Yeah, just, just we've been transparent, you know, about our marriage. And just to throw a little humor in there, when you said, you know, people told you, you know, to leave me or whatever. No, nah, they wouldn't take it. They wouldn't. If they were you, they wouldn't take it. If they were you, I'd have never married them. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drum right there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. So anyway, uh, but yeah, be careful and just pray for a spirit of discernment. Who who you can share, you know, your your struggles or strains or like you said, your vision. Or mm-hmm. like you said, God may tell you don't don't say anything to anybody. And so just don't. Just it's between you and God, and you just he's trying to work something out. He's gonna say he's trying. He's uh, he wants to work something out in your life, and everything that happens in your marriage is not necessarily about you or your spouse. You know, mm. it's about legacy and giving God glory. Yes, and you know, like you said, a legacy and helping those who are coming behind you and after you, and just being a witness. Mm-hmm. That marriage still works, yeah. But you have to work it. Mm-hmm. That that word "works" is in there for a reason. It doesn't just come by osmosis. Oh, my great grandparents—they lived and stayed married for fifty, sixty, seventy years. So it's gonna work in my marriage. No, you got to put in work too. You got to put in your own work. Yeah, you can't live off great grandpappy and great grandmammy. No, you, know, you can't live off of them. You just know they made it work. So somehow, some way, you and your spouse have to make it work. And so, and um, can I say yeah, this? Sure. And that's what I love about this podcast is that we are giving people information that sometimes they don't get from their family members. We see others making it in marriage, but we don't see how. Mm-hmm. We don't see what. They have to go through the the prayers, the 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 struggles, the sacrifices, the sacrifices, all of the things the you know that married life entails. A lot of those coming before us don't tell us. We don't see any of that, so we just assume, oh, they've been married for you know this amount of years. Their marriage is bliss, mm-hmm. all is well, and if they can do it, I can do it too, but they didn't show you how. Yeah. And that's what I love about this podcast, and it's my earnest prayer that those who listen to this take to heart what we're sharing, because we want to help people who are married and who desire to be married 
to understand all of the sacrifices, mm-hmm. the struggles, the prayers, the tears, mm-hmm. the the wins, um, the good, the bad, the ugly um, that entails or encompasses marriage. But again, if you walk by faith and trust God, you can do it, but you need the tools. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I love about this podcast is that it's a tool, it's uh, information to help someone else to successfully take their married life journey. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's interesting you said that because one of the, we, we've both been asked this, either collect in each other's presence, or I'm pretty sure you've been asked when you haven't been around me. What's the secret to marriage? What's the secret? Mm-hmm. What's the secret? <laughs> so Se- we, the secret sauce. Yeah, we've been giving you the secret for the last 79 podcasts. That's the secret. For a year and a half. That, yeah. It, and the reality of it is there is no secret. Exactly. It's just that people don't share their journey or they don't share they, what they've learned, mm-hmm. lessons learned, so to speak. And yeah, that's the secret that's sauce. The secret. And people really don't share. I mean, and, I, and I'm not, and it's not, I don't want to minimize it because not everybody's called to share, I guess, the the details of their marriage and you don't have to yeah but like you said there are there are folks that are in everybody's family they are married people in everybody's family who we look to and we don't understand or understood we didn't understand what it took to get that marriage and i don't know if it's the person coming behind them if there's Mm -hmm. if it's their responsibility to ask or if it's the person who's already down that road their responsibility to share maybe a little bit of both you know I, I mean? think it's I think it's a little bit of both, but I think when you're the one on that journey, I think you have the responsibility to share. The Whether people ask or not, the, the person who's further down the road, okay. the the older couple, mm-hmm. um, and I don't mean older in age, but older in in married years, mm-hmm. I think it should be their responsibility to share. With people, and again, it doesn't require being totally transparent and sharing every detail mm-hmm. of your marriage, but at least saying to those coming behind you, marriage is work, marriage mm-hmm. is hard work. We have good times, we have bad times, there are struggles, we have to communicate, we have to respect, we have to love, you know. There are times we cry. There are times we don't want to be married, but we stick it out. Yeah. Those are the things that I believe married couples should share with people. Okay. So for the couples who have been married any length of time, um, it's your responsibility to share with those coming behind you. Um, again, we're talking about walking by faith. I know it's not in you and your wife or you and your spouse. It may not be in your comfort zone. But it's your responsibility to share. And I believe in Revelations, it talks about we've overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of, test- word of testimony. I think it's something along those lines yes. in Revelation. And so people won't over- overcome if we don't share. And is, is, um, I thank God for blessing this podcast. And this podcast is going places that Renee and I probably will never go. But it is ultimately people see you. You know, they're looking at your marriage, sir, ma'am, 
and they they can touch you. They they have your phone number. They can come over to your house. And so it's your responsibility to share with them the the love of God and that marriage does work. Godly marriage does work. Yes. That scripture is in Revelations 12:11. And they overcame him by the blood of the, of the lamb and the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death. So we can't be so consumed with our own lives that we don't share. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to make sure that we share what God has brought us through. We've yeah. overcome by that blood of, of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is that sacrificial lamb who died for us. So we need to be mindful of that and share what we've overcame because of him. Mm-hmm. And that only happens when we walk by faith yeah. and trust him. Because it's not, your, it's not our degrees. It's not our education. It's not the money you have in the bank. It's not any of that. I mean, you could just look around this world. People are divorcing and leaving each other and for all sorts of reasons. Um, so um, you have to make sure that you share that Jesus is the answer. Whatever the question is, Jesus is the answer. Mm-hmm. And so being obedient, we want to continue um, with that theme of being obedient. Uh, we Again, we believe in premarital counseling. But ultimately, you're going to have to do what God tells you to do. And, you know, if God is, if you feel like God is telling you this is the person you should marry, then ultimately that's the person you should marry. Um, As we said earlier, there's no shortcut. There's no way around it. You just have to believe God and step out on faith. Sometimes you're you're taking a, a leap of faith when it comes to marrying someone. And other people may not agree with it. Even the people who are doing the counseling session, they may be like, I don't think you should marry this person. But if you feel God is speaking to your heart and it's not your hormones or lust, it's like God mm-hmm. speaking to you to marry this person. then I would say, by all means, marry this person. And it took me, I, I know this is in the Bible, but it, in uh, my, our study time, Hosea uh, 1 and 2 in the Message Bible. Uh, Hosea was a prophet, for those of you who don't don't know. And this is the Message Bible. I got this straight out of the Bible. The first time God spoke to Hosea, he said, find a whore and marry her. Make this whore the mother of your children, and here's why. This whole country has become a whorehouse unfaithful to me. So God told the prophet to marry a lady of the evening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I want you to marry her and not just marry her. You're going to have children with her. Mm-hmm. Huh? Hold on, God. I, I need to go talk to somebody about this. <laughs> I, right. Need, <laughs> right. I need because I can't even imagine uh, now in 2021. A a minister, pastor, whoever you want, whatever title you want to say out there, marrying somebody who we know has a promiscuous background. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine that in 2021. But again, we're talking about being obedient. And God called her a lady of the night. Uh, he said that a couple of times of this woman, Goma. 
And I don't I didn't read anywhere in Hosea where he went on a 40 day fast to make sure he heard from maybe he did. Um, but I don't read where he talked to any other prophets. There had to be some other prophets or minor prophets or whoever he was running with in his clique. And so he just took God at his word, said, God, I believe you. I'm going to be obedient to what you what you told me to do. And just like um, when you were talking last week about you were saying, Renee, you were saying the person needs to stay. Maybe this this week we're talking to the person you need to step out on faith and marry that person. I don't know. But I'm just saying it's in the Bible where everything doesn't line up, but God is telling you to marry somebody. In the natural, it just doesn't line up. But this is what the Lord is telling you to do. Uh, who am I to say who you're supposed to marry, who you're not supposed to marry? And then when you go down further to Hosea 3, that Goma had left him and, you know, she went back to her lifestyle, what she was doing. And then Goma, uh, Goma. Hosea 3, 1 and 1 through 3. This is still a message Bible. Then God ordered me, start all over, love your wife again. Now he's calling her his wife and not a whore. Your wife who's in bed with her latest boyfriend, your cheating wife, love her the way, love her the way I, God, love the Israelite people, even as they flirt and party with every God that takes their fancy. I did it. This is Hosea saying this. I did it. I paid good money to get her back. It cost me the price of a slave. Then I told her, from now on, you're living with me. No more whoring, no more sleeping around. You're living with me, and I'm living with you. So I said that to say this. There's somebody there's somebody listening to me how you've said, you know, maybe your spouses went in jail or been in jail, in and out of jail, or in and out of whatever, uh, crack house, drug house, whatever. I'm not dealing with this person anymore. I'm not. I'm done. Whatever. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you it's in the Bible. Hosea 3, 1 through 3. God ordered me, start all over. Love your wife again. Your wife who's in bed with her latest boyfriend. Your cheating wife. And I know you've been hurt. I know you said, I'm not going to do this again. And all I can tell you to do is pray about it and see what the Lord says. And so we talked about not putting people in your business and being careful who you confide in. This is part of the reason why, because you're going to have to make some decisions um, when it comes to walking by faith and being obedient to God that may not seem wise to the outside world. Yeah, it's not it's not a popular decision yeah, to make. It's not a, exactly. It, it won't be a popular decision to make. But do you want to be popular with people or do you want to be right with God? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And um I think one of the biggest things we can be delivered from is people mm-hmm. being delivered from the opinions of people and what people think because as they say people don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. Yes. So Do you want to be popular or do you want to be right? That's what I'm going to leave you with. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any 
questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss, you may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.